Well, hey everyone, welcome to the message today. Uh, my name's Josh, I'm one of the pastors here at Lifehouse. And however you're joining us, wherever you're joining us from, just so glad that you would take time out of your busy schedule uh, to come hear God's word today. And um, today I want to talk about refreshing your heart for missions. Our theme this year is refresh. And uh, actually, um, it's the Heart for Mission Sunday. And we're talking about giving. We're talking about missions. We're talking about what we're doing in other nations. And I want to encourage you, come on, let's go to God and God say, would you refresh my heart for missions? You see, missions and helping people and helping the needy and, and helping the poor is very close to Jesus' heart. And we're going to look at a story here in Matthew 25. Um, if you've got your Bibles or you want to follow along, on the screen. And Jesus is teaching his disciples. He's, he's teaching them about money. He's teaching them about things, the end times and things that are going to come up. And as I was preparing for this message, um, some of Jesus' teaching his story stood out to me here. And I want to share about this. Also want to share about uh, some of the updates um, with our works in India uh, that we're supporting and that we're giving to uh, this month. And so Matthew chapter 25, verse 34, Jesus gives this story and he says, the king will say to those on his right, Come, you who are blessed by my Father, take your inheritance, the kingdom prepared for you since the creation of the world. Um, and I, I think you would all agree that we're living a blessed life. Yes, there may be troubles. Yes, there may be difficult circumstances. But come on, in Jesus, we are blessed. Come on, let's give God some praise right at the outset here today. And verse 35, it says, For I was hungry, and you gave me something to eat. And I was thirsty, and you gave me something to drink. And I was a stranger. And you invited me in. I needed clothes and you clothed me. I was sick and you looked after me. I was in prison and you came to visit me. And verse 37, it says, The righteous, hopefully that's you and me, will answer him, Lord, when did we see you hungry or feed you or thirsty or give you something to drink? They were, they, they were saying, hey, we, we didn't actually do that. Or how did we do that? Or could you explain? And verse 38, when did we see a stranger and invite you in or needing clothes or clothe you? And verse 39, when did we see you sick in prison or go and visit you? And verse 40, it says, the king will reply. And I believe God will say to this, when one day we get to be in heaven and, and we're in heaven with Jesus. And it says, the king will reply, truly, whatever you did for one of the least of these brothers and sisters of mine, you did for me. And here's the big takeaway. And I'll read this again. Verse 40. Here's the big takeaway for us um, as we're talking about missions and we're talking about giving. That, that the heart and helping people is so close to Jesus' heart that this is what he says. Truly, I tell you, whatever you did for the poor, whatever you did for the helpless, whatever you did for the downtrodden, whenever you clothed, whenever you gave, whenever you fed, whenever you educated, whatever you did for the least of the brothers or sisters, we're actually doing for Jesus. That's, that's a pretty big revelation. And I think um, even as Christians, we have a choice. Do we want to be involved in this giving life, in this helping life, um, in lifting up life? Or do we just kind of conveniently uh, ignore people in the world? And it says in verse 30, 44, it says some of the people who maybe didn't help or didn't uh, do whatever they could. It says they were also answered, Lord, when did we see you hungry or thirsty or a stranger or needing clothes or sick in prison and didn't help you? And verse 45, he'll said, I truly I reply, whatever you did not do for the least of these, you did not do 
for me. And so uh, here, Jesus is painting a picture of two types of people. Someone that's going to make the most of their resources, uh, make the most of their income, make the most of what they have, and they're going to live a life about other people. And Jesus is saying, hey, you may not do this for me directly, but if you love me, you're going to help the people around you that are put around you in the world. And so we're going to have a look at a few takeaways uh, from this here today. And the first thing I want to say is that helping the needy or helping the poor is close to Jesus' heart. And actually, I think there's nothing closer than when we actually get down and dirty and and lift people up and and support them in ways that maybe they couldn't support themselves. Uh, Luke chapter 14, verse 13, Jesus emphasizes this again. He says, when you give a banquet, invite the poor, the crippled, the lame, and the blind, and you will be blessed. Even though they cannot repay you, you will be repaid at the resurrection of the righteous. And Jesus often talks about this. He says, let's not just live a life and a fancy life and an extravagant life just with our circle or our friends or our community and ignore the rest of the world. He's saying, no, I want you to go out there and be my hands and feet in the world. And when we actually help people, we're actually spreading the good news about Jesus. Hey, church, I want to tell you, we're involved in a great ministry uh, in India, which we're giving to this month called Tejas Asia. And uh, Tejas Asia is our partners there in New Delhi with pastors Marlo and Cheryl. And uh, you would have seen a video from pastors Marlo and Cheryl talking about all the good things um, that we're doing there. And I want to say our work in Tejas Asia in New Delhi in India is really helping some of the poorest people in the entire world. And you can go there and you may not believe it, but if you want to see the poorest uh, uh, people in the world, they're actually living in, in the areas surrounding Delhi. And Tejas Asia is helping them. They're helping them by feeding, just like Jesus said. Um, they're helping them with water, just like Jesus said about uh, giving water and, and giving something to drink. Um, they're helping them with safe places. And we have a school there that's over 200 kids. And we have a, a bus uh, ministry that goes into some of the slum areas. And, and the kids come on the bus and it's a safe place, a safe place for education. Um, we're helping them with clothing and a uniform and the kids. And you can see the photos. Uh, the kids look so great in their uniforms. And I heard that they take really good care of their uniforms because if they don't take good care of their uniforms uh, they can't come into the program and so they take care of those uniforms and they wash those uniforms and they look after those uniforms Um, we take care of them uh, by helping them uh, with medicine uh, just like Jesus is saying and helping them the only thing that Jesus said uh, here he said uh, when did we see you sick uh, or in prison well we're helping the sick we're not helping people in prison and do you know why because we are actually educating these kids uh, from a young age, from as young as just uh, four or five years old, and we're giving them a great education, a mobile education, or in our Hope School there in, uh, in New Delhi. And you know what? Because we educate them and because we help them and we're teaching them to read and we're teaching them the alphabet and to maths and computers and different things like that, guess what? They won't end up in prison as they grow older. They won't end up on the streets and and, and they won't end up in a tough place. And so actually we're avoiding that. We're avoiding having to visit them in prison later on in life because we're getting access to them early and helping them. And so I want to say as we give today, and I want to invite you right from the start of this message, let's be praying through this and saying, God, what should I give? What would you have me to give? I want to say we're actually part of a generational work. You can see with the photos and, and the kids and all the things that we're part of, we're actually part of changing a family tree. You see some of these families, 
um, unless we were there, they would just be growing up in the slums and they would have children and those children would grow up in the slums and that generation would just continue to live like that. But when we're involving them in the Hope School and in the bus program, guess what? We're clothing them, we're feeding them, we're helping them, we're educating them so that they can go to a school and they can go to a university and they can leave that slum area and, and get a great job and maybe a house and a family. And from then onwards, their whole family tree is changed and say, come on, let's get a heart about helping the people that Jesus loved. And one day, I'm sure we're going to get to heaven and there's going to be some people from India, some kids, well, maybe they're not kids in heaven, hopefully, um, but there's going to be people in India and they're going to say, thank you, sir, or thank you, ma'am. And, and, and because of you, I'm here. And we're going to say, what do you mean? I didn't, I didn't go to India. I didn't help you. What did I do? And they're going to say, no, well, thank you because you gave something. I was able to go to school and receive an education and maybe hear the gospel, hear the good news about Jesus and, and get to know God and my life changed and my family tree changed and here's my family and thank you so much. Without you, I wouldn't be here. And come on, let's give some praise to Jesus today. The second thing I want to say, and, and sometimes it's overwhelming. There's a big need. There's a need in, in every country in the world. There's especially our part of the world in the Asia part of the world, there's a big need. And sometimes it can get um, overwhelming. God, what can I do? And we, my, the money that I give, you know, a $10 or $100 or $1,000, the money that I give, is it really going to make a difference? Does it, does, what does it actually change? And the second thing I want to say here today is um, we can't do everything, but we have to do something. We need to do something. We can't do everything, but together we can do something significant. And Proverbs chapter 3 verse 27 puts it pretty plainly, I think. It says, don't withhold good from those from whom it is due when it's in your power to act. And it says, if you have the resources, even some resources, don't hold it back. And so maybe you're a student here today, or maybe you're going through a tough time financially, or Maybe you don't have that dream job that you wished you had, but if you've got some resources or you've got some something to give, let's give what we can. Now, let's not give beyond our means. Let's give according to our means. Let's not go into debt to give. Um, let, let's, not, let's not sell our house to, to, to fund the school unless you feel called to that. But we all could give something. And as it says in Proverbs 27, don't withhold good from those who it is due if it's, when it's in your power to act. In verse 28, don't say to your neighbor, come back tomorrow and I'll give it to you when you already have it with you. And with giving, it's a lot like that. If we put it off to tomorrow or to next week or to next month, you know, there's going to be something come up that's going to demand our resources or our time. You know, uh, we always, uh, oftentimes we have too much month left over at the end of our money, right? If we wait until the end of the month to tithe, none of us would be tithing. We need to tithe at the start of the month or before we spend anything. So we give God the first and the best. And I want to encourage you with your giving here today. If God's prompting you, if God's speaking to you about giving and seeing those kids and those families and hearing from Pastor Marlo and Cheryl in India and, and their lives changing, I want to encourage you, why don't you give something today? Why don't you make that bank transfer for today? Why don't you make that online giving today? Let's not wait till next week or next month or when I get that bonus. Come on, let's decide in our hearts what we want to give today. God's speaking to us today. Let's not withhold um, if we've got something to give. 
And uh, in many of our countries, I'm filming this, we're here in Tokyo, Japan. Um, you know, uh, here in Japan, um, the average salary of about uh, over 35,000 US dollars actually puts people in the top 1% of income earners in the world. You see that the top 1% of income earners in the world earn over 32,000 US dollars per year. And so if you're earning over $32,000 US per year, or you're living in a country where the average income is over $32,000, which in many of our locations it is, actually that puts you in the top 1% of wealthiest people in the world. And sometimes we hear this number, the 1%, and maybe they're billionaires or millionaires. No, I want to tell you the 1% is you. You are the 1%. And I believe that God has put us in these blessed countries. God has given us these great gifts and talents and ability to earn income and put us here in the 1% so that we can bless the other 99%. And I believe when we get to heaven, God is going to speak to us. And He said, hey, you were born here in Japan or maybe you're in Hong Kong or maybe you're in the United States or wherever you're joining us from. You're in the, some of the blessed countries in the world. I put you there so that you could be a blessing to the other 99%. Now we're believing for that other 99% for, for God to bless them and for them to do well and for them to get a great education and for them to rise. And we are seeing that、um, through our projects. But I believe God has put us here in the blessed part of the world, in many of our nations, many of our countries watching this, so that we can be a blessing to others. And you might say, well, I'm a poor student or I'm a, I'm a, a, a housewife or I'm watching the family and I don't have an income. And some might say, you are, might be a, feel like a poor student, but you're the richest poor student、um, there is at this time in our generation. And so, come on, we can't do everything, but let's do something. And maybe it's as, as little as $10 or something like that. Maybe there's some people that's a sacrifice for you. Maybe there's some people you want to give $100 and that feels like a large amount. And there's some people that would give $1,000. $1,000 or even $10,000, and it's not such a big amount. I want to tell you, we can't do everything, but let's do something according to what God has blessed us with. And I think something like Tejas Asia,、um, right at the start of the year, is a good time to kind of sacrifice a little. Now, what's a sacrifice in generosity? Well, a sacrifice, I believe, is something that hurts us a little bit. Oftentimes,、um, when we go to give towards a project,、um, I have an amount and, and Yuki has an amount, and we pray about it, and we come with my amounts, and I say,、oh, well, I feel like we should give. Something like this, and Yuki's amount is always double my amount.、Um, come on, if you're married here today, put your hand up if you're married to someone who's more generous than you are.、Um, you know, in every marriage, there's usually a spender and a saver.、Uh, <laughs> um, and、uh, come on, but pray about it. If you're married, why don't you pray about it? What would we give towards Tejas Asia this year?、Um, what could we give、uh, financially? To support them. And don't be surprised if someone's idea is double your idea of, or if your idea is double someone else's. And maybe you're not married there today. Well, you can sit down and maybe put a stuffed animal on the other side of your table and have a conversation about what you might do today. Because come on, God's blessed us to be a blessing. Let's give some praise to Jesus here today. And the third thing, the third and final thing I want to share here today, and、uh, this is just such a revelation and such a truth to get in our lives、uh, long term as Christians,、um, is that we can never outgive God.、Um, no matter how much we give,、um, no matter how much we bless other people, 
God always brings that back. He always brings so much more into our life. And I love this year's uh, scripture refresh or this year's uh, theme refresh because it fits great with Proverbs chapter 11, verse 25. And it says, A generous person will prosper and whoever refreshes others will be refreshed. Two things here. It says, As we are generous, God's prosper. God prospers us. His prosperity is on us. His blessing is on us. So as we are generous, God's blessing is on us. That's one thing. And I believe that is financial. I believe there's something in the Bible that says as we give, as we tithe, as we're a blessing, God sees that we're good stewards and He blesses us back because He knows He can trust us. And the other side of this, it says, whoever refreshes others. I love that word. Refresh. Whoever refreshes others will in turn be refreshed. And uh, these two go hand in hand. And, um, you know, Yuki and I, we've been giving a long time. We've always put God first um, in our tithes and our offerings. And we've always given towards half of the house and dream team and missions projects. But I really love our India missions project. I've been able to uh, go to India and and, and bring the teams and and connect with Marlon and Cheryl. I've probably been to India four or five times now. And I tell you what, it really is true. As we give towards a great project like Tejas Asia... um, You know, as we give, it just feels like God wants to bless us with more. So we give sacrificially, but somehow out of left field or unexpectedly, God blesses us with something else. And of course we say, well, great, we're going to continue to give. But more than that, um, when we serve and when we see the kids and when we get involved in their life, actually as we refresh others, we are so refreshed ourselves and in our spiritual life and in our joy. I remember our, the first uh, missions trip that I went on to New Delhi uh, in India and you get there and um, if you've never been on a missions trip, you actually have to come at least once in your life. You have to experience how some people in this world um, live every day. And I remember going there and uh, Pastor Marla giving us a tour and he was explaining this is where people live and we actually drove to the, the largest rubbish heap in, in New Delhi and he says, actually, this is where our school is, it's just on the other side of this and I said, why is, this, why, is our, why is our school in the rubbish area? And he says, well, wherever there's rubbish, there's some trash that has a little bit of value. So wherever there's rubbish, people will go there and they will live there and they will sort through that rubbish, trying to find things of value to sell. And they will live there and they will go sorting through the rubbish and they'll leave their kids at home. They won't send them to school. They'll either put them to work or leave them at home. And so we were able to start a hope school in the Tuklobad area in New Delhi, um, right there. And so a lot of the kids, their parents are out there sorting through the rubbish, looking for things to survive and to eat. But their kids now are able to come to the school and we're a great blessing to that community there. But I never forget, we're going through and there's just there's rubbish here and rubbish there and there's people just sifting through the rubbish. And what impacted me mostly um, as a father and as a family, a family man, and we have uh, four kids uh, and, and all under you know, the age of eight years old, what impacted me most is that there's, there's a child there and it's, you know, the child is like three or four years old and, and I'm thinking, where is this child's parents? And not only is the child three or four years old, but walking around maybe with no clothes on or uh, very dirty, is that they're also carrying a baby, like a one or a two-year-old baby, a little brother or sister. And they're carrying them around. And I, Marla, what's happening here? And he said, well, I mean, their parents are not here. So this three or four-year-old child is left to care for another one or two-year-old child. 
If that doesn't break your heart, if that doesn't want to make you do something and help them, I don't know what would. Um, there's another case I remember of seeing a baby walking around with a leg and we look closely at its leg and uh, obviously they had uh, broken their leg at some point, but there'd been no doctor and no medicine or no one to take them to the hospital. And so their leg had just grown up broken. And so they were walking now, but their leg was broken on the bottom. And so they were just walking around um, with a broken leg. I remember another child uh, just missing an eye and they'd had an accident or another child had thrown a rock or something and, and it, it dislodged their eye. And now they were permanently uh, without an eye. I remember seeing other children living on the edge of a of a train track and uh, the train would come through every few minutes and they were living on the edge of the train track and you can imagine kids and the parents are out at the at the uh, sorting through the rubbish trying to earn a living and there were many children around that area who are missing either arms or legs because they had gotten too close to the trains or they'd fallen asleep or they'd sleepwalk and they'd gotten hit by a train and lost an arm or a leg and I want to tell you there's so much hurt and there's so much need and you can't help but be impacted and you come away with and this is what I come away with is we have to do more there's something more we can do um, come on I don't really need that extra Starbucks coffee this morning maybe I can save up over the month or over the year and we can give more and we can impact the children more. And so I want to encourage you, um, have a look at the photos. I remember the story of a, another young man and he was proud to show us his home and, and uh, Marlo introduced him to us. His name was Babu actually and he was very memorable because he couldn't, he couldn't uh, speak and so he wanted to show us his home and come this way and but he couldn't actually speak. And so he showed us his home. He was very proud of his home where he lived um, with his siblings and mother. And I think there was about six of them in this house and showed us his home. And the home was, it was actually just made of cardboard boxes on the edge of the rubbish heap. And there was cardboard boxes here and cardboard boxes there. And he, he showed some of the photo of the team and uh, some of the, the, the little the letters that some of the team had given to him. And he was so proud of that. And he's helping there at the school. And every year it's been great to see Babu grow into a strong young man who loves Jesus. He's now working at the Hope School and he's serving at the church. And just to see that life change and his dream is to save up enough money to move his family out of that slum area. And he, he wants to uh, go to university and uh, he wants to come visit us in Japan one day. Um, come on, these stories are what's matter. And there's many, many hundreds of stories that we can see now at the Hope Center of people growing through and coming up and now graduating and getting jobs and some even coming back to return to teach the next generation. And so I want to show you when we're generous and when we sacrifice and it might hurt a little bit and we may have to give up some things. I want to tell you that number one, financially, as we give, God wants to return to us. As we, as we are good stewards, God wants to bless us with more so that we can be a blessing to others. And number two, um, as we give and we refresh others, actually God wants to refresh us. And when I look back on on what we're doing there in India. I just feel so refreshed and so full of joy that we can be part of this. And I believe God wants you to have that same refreshing in your life here today. And so how can we do? What can we do? Refreshing our heart for missions. Well, a few practical things um, as we give this month and as we, as we want to give. Well, number one, um, let's plan out our finances to include some generosity. You know, Benjamin Franklin said, if you plan, if you fail to plan, you are planning to fail. 
Um, I'll say that again. If you fail to plan, then you're planning to fail. And if you don't plan out your finances, if you don't budget out how you're going to spend your money, there's not going to be much left over for times of, of generosity. Of course, we need to tithe, number one, and put God first. And we need to take care of our family and our housing and our food. And But let's, let's put in some margin there um, for generosity. Let's plan out our finances. Let's not fail to plan and go through the year without giving what we wanted to give. Come on, let's plan out right at the start of the year. There's no better time to plan out our finances. Number two, I want to encourage you, and this is, was really life-changing for us and our family, is number two, um, set aside a percentage to be generous. Now, this is uh, over and above our tithe. Our tithe is 10% of, of our income. But I want to encourage you to set a percentage that you say, hey, uh, it, it might not be 10%, but with this percentage, I'm going to set this aside each month to be generous. And maybe I don't give it this month. Maybe I'm saving it for a time like half emissions uh, for Tejas or Watoto or Heart for the House, but I'm going to set aside another percentage to be generous. And I want to encourage you, maybe start at 1%. If you don't have much room in your budget, you might start at 1% and maybe move that up to 2% and, uh, you know, maybe move that up to 3% or whatever you like. And um, if you can, you know, give another 10%, that'd be awesome. Uh, you know, not every a family or every situation is, has the ability to give another 10% over and above their tithe. But I want to encourage you, why don't you set aside a percentage to be generous. And when you get this in your, in your budget and in your planning, it just changes so much. Um, it, it gets rid of so much stress about how much do I give or what do I give. But if you know, hey, we've got this amount that we want to set aside to give each month, you can give freely with a cheerful heart, just like the Bible says. Actually, 1 Corinthians chapter 16, verse 2, Paul puts it really easily. And he says, on the first day of every week, everyone should set aside a sum of money in keeping with your income, saving it up. So when I come, no collections will have to be made. And hey, you can always add to that. And whatever your percentage is, um, you can and I have a percentage. And uh, we always set that aside. And we can always add to that. But that's our base. That's what we're always going to give that each month. We're going to be generous to a people or generous towards Hedges Asia or generous towards our building fund. And we can always add to it. Um, but we're not waiting until the day to give. No, we've already saved up in advance. And so we can really give with joy. And I want to encourage you, why don't you consider setting aside something in according with your income, a percentage that we can give and set aside for generosity. And the last thing, as we finish, practically, what can we do today? Well, let's pray, let's care, and let's share. Theodore Roosevelt uh, said, No one cares how much you know until they know how much you care. And so that's why I want to encourage you. Um, what can we do right now? Well, we can pray. Let's follow Tejas on Instagram. Let's follow Watoto on Instagram. Let's pray for Pastor uh, Marlo and Cheryl there in New Delhi. Uh, we'll pray for them at the end of this message as well. Um, let's bless them. And, and uh, as we pray, I believe our treasure is going to follow our hearts. And so let's, number one, let's be praying for them. Let's pray to have a great impact. Let's pray to meet our financial goals um, this year. Number two, let's care. How do we care practically? Well, it's through our finances and our giving. Uh, there in Tejas, we have 444 kids that we can support. We have two buses, 120 kids each. We have the Hope School, which is 200 kids on the bus for $13 a month. We can give them an education, food, shelter, all of that. At the school, $16 US a month we can care for them. And so total, we need about $75,000 to take care of 440 kids uh, in New Delhi, India. That's a lot of money. We can't do it all ourselves, but together we can get to that goal. And of course, if we exceed that goal, we can reach more children as well. Well, last year, 20. 
21. We gave $86,000. Come on, let's give some praise to Jesus. Come on, I believe this year, 2022, uh, we're going to give beyond that over and above. And come on, let's be giving to that. So let's pray, let's care, and let's share. The last thing about sharing is, come on, I hope that one day you can join us, uh, join with us on a mission trip to India to come share the good news about Jesus to all those kids, to see what we're a part of there in India. Come on, we hope to go in October, November every year. Let's pray we can go this year, but at least once in our life. Come on, let's be praying, let's be caring, and if you like, Come on, let's go over one time and let's share the good news about Jesus. Um, Let's care first and let's share about Jesus and see all those open hearts and be part of what God is doing in New Delhi. And so if you're interested in that, you can look at the website mylifehouse.com slash India to find out all about our Tejas Asia mission trip, all about our giving today. Come on, let's reach our financial goal. Let's give something today. Let's plan. You can give throughout the year, of course, but come on, let's take care of these kids. Those 440 kids, they need us to make a sacrifice to give something today. So would you join with me in praying today? So God, just thank you for every person here today. God, thank you that we can pray, we can care, we can share. Thank you that we're able to have such great ministry partners at Tejas Asia, Marlo and Cheryl and the whole team. God, we pray for your blessing to be upon them, your wisdom to be upon them. Pray that every need will be met. God, that every child, every family that you want us to reach and help God, we pray that we would get the vision and we would commit something. We would give something to reach those children. And God, thank you that we're your hands and feet. Um, God, thank you that we're so close to your heart as we feed, as we clothe, as we shelter, as we educate. Thank you that we're changing lives forever. And we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Come on, let's give God some praise here today. Come on. Isn't it wonderful to be part of the kingdom of heaven, making a difference across the world? And maybe you're watching here today and maybe you're new to church. You don't yet know Jesus. You don't yet know God. And I want to tell you, God knows you. He loves you. He's got a plan. He's got a purpose for your life. And if you want to get to know Jesus today, well, in a moment, I'm going to count the three and say now. And at that time, Um, I'd love to pray with you. And so you can either raise your hand or uh, you can let us know in the chat area. But um, we would love to help you on your next steps with Jesus. So if you want to pray that prayer, if you want to invite Jesus into your heart, you're going to receive forgiveness through all that Jesus has done for us on the cross. Um, When I say now, um, why don't you pray a prayer together with me today? One, two, three, now. Dear Jesus, I believe in you. Thank you for forgiving me. Come into my life and I will follow you. Awesome. Come on. Let's give God some more praise here today. Well, come on. Let's give something to Tejas Asia today. It's our heart for missions. Let's see some of the stories. Let's re-watch the video again. Let's know that we're part of something important, changing lives forever. Come on. God bless and have a great week.